Welcome back to Breakaway with Alicia and Ted. This is episode 26. I always forget what episode I'm up to. I'm pretty sure it's episode 26. We recorded um, this episode last week during a live on Facebook and Instagram. So we were answering a few questions that were coming through in that, which is why um, it takes a slightly different format to what we have done previously but this episode is great if you are looking at things that you can do in the area over Christmas so we do have a big discussion about that we discuss things like COVID and um, what types of things were happening in education at that time Um, when COVID first happened this year we touch on activities that you can do at home with your kids during the holiday break as well and a whole lot of other things in between so hopefully you love this episode um, and we will catch you next week people out there listening so we're going to have a great a really great chat today yeah so like we were saying uh, i joined the team um that's really weird looking at yourself um, <laughs> i um i joined the team here a few months ago my background is business and education as well uh if you are interested we do have a uh, alicia has quite a quite a lot of um episodes of podcasts that she's been putting up on a website www.breakawaytuition.com.au they're all available on there however since uh, I've joined the team and we've reformatted how we're going to do the podcast now. We are now available. That's it. We're here to chat. the webpage. We're available on Spotify. That's it. We're available everywhere. everywhere. So tune in. Breakaway Tuition with Alicia Griffiths and Ted Andrade. That's it. And I would love to see everybody there. We'd really like people to listen, so I think. You, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we want to get a listen there. We're doing, it for, so. we're doing it for fun. No. Um, all right. Let's talk about uh, where we're up to. So hmm. COVID-19. Yeah. Uh, you spoke a little bit about how it affected the business here for a little while and we don't necessarily go into the nitty-gritty of of uh, how you necessarily managed that situation but let's talk a little bit about maybe how it may have possibly affected the families or the, the kids that were here I think it's a, a really through us better in the works I think that's the biggest thing right. um, I think because no one expected something like that to happen so I know like Even for the last 10 years in education, there's been a massive shift in um, moving things online and doing technology um, as a huge part of the syllabus at the moment. But, and so lots of people use Google Classrooms, lots of teachers use Google Classrooms to manage classrooms. There's things like Edmodo, which is similar to Facebook, but you have like class groups on there. And I just think though that although there's been such a push using technology, it was a whole different use of technology that mm. people really struggled with. Mm. Um, for kids, like there was a whole range of different issues that have come up, um, even just um, tiredness. Like I think that was a massive, massive one. Um, and them trying to manage how to learn productively on an online space. Yes. All schools did it really differently though. Oh, so yeah. um, some schools only did like t- 
10 minutes for each lesson and then kids were given stuff to do at home. Some had to be on Zoom for whole lessons and, and those types of things. So yeah, raised some really interesting issues though and it'd be really interesting to see what happens in education moving forward mm. and how they use that experience mm. to change what's possible in the classroom as well. Yeah, and let us know what you think as well. Very curious to hear uh, how you think education was framed particularly from, say, March through to a couple of months ago. Now, it's interesting because we live in the, uh, for people who may be listening uh, from far away, breakaway tuition at the moment is situated in Mittagong. Uh, we're in the CBD Mittagong, just opposite McDonald's. Um, so it's a really great location. And the thing about the Southern Highlands is, is that we're all a very close-knit community. It's, it's a, you know, you've got, you've got Mossvale, you've got Barrow, Mittagong and whatever, and, and, and we're, we're very close to each other. And COVID-19 affected us in that community like nothing we've ever seen before. <laughs> it's very strange. And sure. it, it affected not only the education sector, but it affected a lot of other sectors as well, um, which we found to be incredibly interesting. And the reason I bring this up is because the primary school systems, and I'm assuming the high school systems to a point, but my, my background and my uh, focus is primary. So I'm going to speak of a primary context, if that's all right at the moment, is how the teachers coped with getting work to the kids. Now, there are so many fantastic private and public primary and high schools in the area, and the teachers did an exceptional job. So from experience, uh, my daughter started kindergarten this year, hell of a time to start kindergarten. It's already scary enough. That's so good, my and, brother's, um, <laughs> my brother's yeah. girlfriend's son started kindergarten yeah. this year See, too. See, that's crazy. Very and disrupted. I have to take my hat off to the, the, the way that they handled it. They used the Zoom platform. Uh, they used, uh, they, they would check in with you once or twice every couple of days to see how everyone's going. This is all the teachers across all the classes uh, checking in on these six-year-olds. And they would be able to do, and for people who don't know Zoom, Zoom is a platform where you're able to have a, a basically a whole online class and you're able to sort of talk amongst everyone. They would get 23 to 25 kids on these little tiny screens. And the way the teachers would handle it would be, they'd be like, okay, let's just run it like a normal class. Now, uh, my daughter's particularly blessed because she has an excellent teacher. And, but she would have to shut the microphone up yeah. quite a lot um, to keep everybody contained. So it's very interesting that... Um, it's interesting that they ran it like a normal class. They were adamant on it, though. That's really interesting, yeah. though, because, I mean, I'm used to only doing, like, one person at a time on a Zoom platform, so mm. I think, like, my pro, like, I didn't have primary school kids myself at the time, but I know my tutors found primary school harder to tutor than high school. Um, senior students really thrived off Zoom, um, and things like Word Doc, like, mm. Google Word Docs and stuff were really good to use for that. But I can't believe they ran it like a normal class. They were adamant on it. It's really interesting that they would do something like that because it's such mm. a different dynamic or such a different platform. I think the well. reason they wanted to do it, though, is because they, they acknowledged that um, it was a big thing. It was, it was something mm. that kids, certainly within this generational time frame, had never experienced mm. anything of this magic. Can you remember any time you experienced no, I don't think so. I can't remember. No, because that's the first time that something like this has happened. doesn't help that we have, like, not great internet in the Southern Highlands either. So I think that mm, threw up some that's things That's another as well. issue. Yeah. And I mean, I, I do know that we had 
um, for tutoring. Like we had to rearrange people's tutoring sessions, couldn't get on, internet cut off at home um, because I had my daughter, she's three, she would turn off my internet while I'm trying to do tutoring. Mm. And so then I'm trying to hop phone off my phone and then she wants to go outside and I'm following outside tutoring students with my laptop um, (laughs) all over the place. It's a fun experience. And actually, I remember tutoring one of my students and I can see my daughter out the corner of my eye with glue. (laughs) She starts putting the glue all over the floor. And I was like, are you serious? You know what's funny is that when you come home and you find handprints all over the wall. <laughs> nice. And cupboards. <laughs> nice. And, but you know what? You can't, you cannot get angry at them. And that's not just because my four-year-old is watching <laughs> right now. It's because um, they're indulging the creative side. That's it. Is it a pain? Uh, yeah, it's yeah, a pain. Yeah, it's a bit of a crazy a time. Yeah. And I think, though, I think the interesting thing, though, as a teacher... It really got you to hone in on your skills and like yeah, put us to the test, didn't it? Well, I think normally in a class, like I haven't been in a classroom for a few years, obviously running the business, but I think on your feet as a teacher, you're always thinking really quickly on your feet anyway. Mm. But mm. when you're trying to do it on a video platform, hold up the ball game. All the fun stuff <laughs> that has been this year. We had really interesting numbers though. So we did have like a massive drop in um, the middle of term one heading into term two. And um, a lot of parents were really worried about their kids being on an online platform for school and then doing extra mm. on um, for tutoring as well. Mm. But we had a lot of kids. Like we still have a handful of kids that are still doing online now. And I think that... Online as a tutoring centre allows us to reach a whole new set of people and it allows us to be able to even reach people in our own area. Like if you're out at Talon or Exeter or even Maroolan and Goulburn, like those areas, there's no like tutoring centres in in those areas. So it actually allows us to connect with our own community, which is quite broad and overarching, a lot easier as well. Isn't that amazing? But it's getting parents comfortable with their kids using a platform like that for tutoring because there is still, like, they had to do it, but then when there's the choice, Mm. there's still a great reluctance over using an online platform. I feel like that could just be a generational issue as well. Possibly. Um, Because we're at a point, uh, I know particularly because Alicia has a a child, I have three children, where we, I feel like our generation would be more comfortable using uh, an online platform or be less reluctant to use it because we've grown up in, you know, what's defined so much as a a digital era. Mm. So computers have essentially become a way of life for us now. And that's just how it is. Back, you know, when we were in primary school and um, probably not so much high school, long primary school. It's very long ago. Yeah, not happy with that. Anyway. Uh, it, was le- it was less digitally focused. It was very much face-to-face. It was very much uh, phone calls. Text messages weren't even a thing back on the old Motorola. Yeah. Um, I, do you remember when text came in? I remember when text came in. <laughs> I remember my dad's first mobile phone and I don't quite know why he had a mobile phone yeah. because like he didn't know how to use it. No. <laughs> but I re- yeah, I remember my first phone though. Mm. I do remember. I don't. Uh, 3315. What is the that? The end of year nine. It's a Nokia. 
has snake. You've never had a Nokia. Are you serious? No. Black and white. Nokia Snake. I remember you know, Snake. Can I, only text message or call, basically. Do you know what I had those years ago? I had a little Motorola, little flip Motorola. I had one of those too. I had one that changed colour on the front, and it was really awesome because it changed colour all the time. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so what, what I want to say, before, before we go off topic, and we could probably have a, an argument or a discussion <laughs> about phones, and if you want to have a discussion about phones, please put it in the comments. <laughs> we um, want to talk to people. <laughs> There are definitely people listening. I'm talking to you right now, <laughs> <laughs> so feel free to um, to put anything down. All right, let's get back to the agenda. Yeah, it is there. We have a purpose. Quick agenda. We're going to talk a little <laughs> bit about kids' motivation now uh, on the podcast episode two. I think go to episode yeah. two. Have a, start with episode three and then go backwards. And then go <laughs> I, so think I think we found our groove now. Um, we spoke a little bit about kids' motivation. Um, Okay. Uh, we spoke a little bit about kids' motivation and how to keep kids motivated throughout the school holiday period. Now, as parents, um, we'll split them up into two groups, talk about parents and we'll talk about educating issues. But with parents, keeping kids motivated, particularly kids who are already enrolled in a school and are used to having activities every day, can sometimes find themselves bored as anything at home. I think after like week two. Right. I think that's the well, like, cut off. <laughs> it's still like a whole month to entertain our kids. So it's important that, uh, and like we said on the podcast, it's important that we're patient with our kids, but it's also important that we think about how we can keep our kids motivated. Now we'll talk about it from an educator's point of view. Okay. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm, I get like keeping them motivated, but I also, kids are so tired at this end of the year mm. and... I think like motivation and in terms of like keeping them learning and different things takes a whole new ball game during the holidays, especially the summer holidays. Um, I guess once it hits like mid-January, that's mm. like a good time to start getting them re-motivated and like yeah. getting them back into routines and things. Um, but I mean, my, my take is like you are wanting to do... I know creative stuff and mm-hmm. like maybe don't get the glitter out. No. <laughs> don't get the glitter out. Talk about glitter. <laughs> no glitter. <laughs> but um, I think that you're wanting to think about creative ways in which you are keeping your kids engaged and, and interacting mm. with their environment. Mm. Um, I think one of the things that happens though in a lot of the holiday periods is like – some kids just like just do a whole lot of technology stuff and then they're not sleeping till late and all of these other mm. things which then creates issues for you when they need to go back to school um but motivate yeah motivating them to do what though <laughs> get out of their pajamas <laughs> yes <laughs> Oh, oh, hello, Natalie. This is, oh, no, now we've got comments coming through. I told you it's going to go well. Hi, Natalie. <laughs> uh, Nokia. Yes, Nokia is not the best. I would have to disagree with that. The old but, Nokias uh, were good, though. You could throw them at walls and they wouldn't break. Did you throw them at walls? Um, I don't think I threw my Nokia. Well, I threw mine at a wall because I hated it. Well, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Nokia is the best, yeah. And what's this? Tips, and Natalie has also written tips for engaging with anything other than YouTube during the school holiday, please. That's hard. <laughs> yes. It depends. Yeah. No, YouTube is um, 
you know, it's interesting. YouTube's actually quite quite an interesting slash dangerous platform, and we should probably do a podcast episode on this one day about the influence that social media is having on our kids. I think I've got one. Well, that's I think really, there's one already sorry, there okay, somewhere. Right, we can do it together. Right, done. I'll allow you to do that. Um, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, uh, so yes, thanks, thanks, Nat, for commenting. I appreciate it. Um, Oh, that's all right. Someone else Engaging with anything. Okay, other. so um, motivational things. Uh, okay, well, can we talk about maybe getting kids outside? We spoke about that's how how important it is to have downtime because they go to school, they, they're very structured. The teachers are very uh, interested in structuring and implementing a certain way of doing it, which is perfect. So thank you so much for that. But it's important that kids do have the time to maybe sleep in half an hour, maybe just mm-hmm. sit on the couch for two hours, whatever. But let's talk about the importance about getting everyone outside. Outside's a really okay. good one. With water, not too hot and with water. My dad used to lock us outside during the holidays. <laughs> Something completely different in a way. But no, yeah. the point in that is if um, we weren't forced to be outside, we, wouldn't, we weren't given the choice. But... The other side of that is that it allowed us to, we spent our time going outside and riding bikes and going into the bush and used to go and do bushwalks in the caves and do bike jumps and build cubby houses and play cricket across the road and tennis and stuff. So I was really fortunate in where I lived for my childhood that Mm. that was like Mm. the normal thing to do and Mm. the other kids would too. It wasn't just us. Yeah, no, we, we, were kicked, we were kicked outside too. We had geese growing but up. But see, I that, think yeah. that's a good thing though. And I always, I mean, my daughter loves going outside. She's fascinated with bugs and everything outside at the moment. Mm. Bugs. <laughs> and How old's your daughter, if you don't mind me asking? She's yeah, three. Okay. So she's only three. So it's interesting that you bring that up because my four-year-old is obsessed with bugs. Yeah. And she'll do... Uh, Hello, by the way. Um, she'll do. Uh, she'll have snails crawling up her wrist, and she'll have snails crawling up her arm. I can't yeah, handle no. that. <laughs> I, don't I, that I, I can't handle that. We'll pat the snails. Just no snails. Well, we'll pat them. Why? Well, because they look cute with their little shells. Okay. Right? No. <laughs> um, all right. So, guys, thank you for for bearing with us here. Now, what we're going to do uh, next, and it goes along the lines of activities, is that we have. Um, let me rephrase. Alicia, through the business, has had a newsletter that goes out um, every year. That, that and is that right? And that, and we talk about yeah um, about what to do during the holidays. I have more to add to that now too. Well, There's I'm, so many things to do. You're yes. trying to get in. So I'm just going to log into my. Oh, you sent me an email. When did I do that? Uh, I don't even know. Six oh four last night. There you go. Sorry, Look I didn't. Wait. I didn't read it. What I'm going <laughs> to do, guys, is that the the newsletter. We're going to try and get it out today. We really are. Um, it's got lots of fun things though that you can do with your kids during the holiday. Yeah. So what we're going to do now, we're going to bring it up in a moment, and we're going to talk a little bit about some of the activities that um, that Alicia and I have discussed. There's some cool ones. You know what I found yesterday? So there is berry picking, like strawberry picking, uh-huh. um, over at Thalmere. I think it's like $2 for a kid to get in, $5 for an adult, but there is actually like strawberry picking. So what do they That's do? Cool. So, so what do they, so they go around with like a bucket? Yeah, like a bucket and they pick all the strawberries like off the vines okay. and stuff. Interesting. Do you know what the business name is? Berrylicious. I think it's called Berrylicious. Berrylicious. There's two in Thelmere. Yep. 
There's actually, yeah, there's two in Thermia. I found those two yesterday. Okay. Um, so low cost is really good. We have like a lot of walking trails and stuff in the area too, if you're into like bushwalking. So mm. um, there's the box vowel track, which is really long. I got lost on the box vowel track once. Oh, yeah. Where's that one? That's like the one that goes uh, Lake Alexander and then it goes around the back of the... Oh, yes, we got them there. Natalie and I got lost, lost in that too once. I got and I didn't have water. We, we, <laughs> it was getting really tight. Years ago, <laughs> when, when you know, I'm trying to be a good boyfriend and be like, yeah, I know where I'm going. I'm going to be navigating and I'm going to take you down to Canberra and end up in Wollongong, whatever, that's fine. Uh, when we went bushwalking that time, we ended up on the overpass out near... Um, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought we were going to die. It's fire trail, yeah, because you follow the fire trails. But the Boxvale track, or the one around the back of Lake Alexander, it does, there is a shorter walk that goes to some falls. Mm -hmm. I think it's like two kilometres or something. It's still Mm -hmm. a long way if you've got really little kids. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So there's that one. There is um, Fitzroy Falls. They're really good. Carrington Falls. They're excellent. They're really good. Um, they're like really local ones. They're like the beach. Go to the beach, guys. We're really fortunate where we are, but the beach isn't that. Well, it's a bit of a drive, but it's not too far. Bombo Beach in particular. Don't really go good. there. Oh, okay. That's the surf beach. Right. Don't, don't, don't go in the ocean bit of Bombo Beach unless you want to get eaten by a shark. The farm. That's the one I was going to tell you the other day. The farm. What's the farm? That's the good one. Remember how I said, no. when, when you said Bombo and I said... Why did you go there? Because it's the surf beach. Mm. The farm is down like Shell Harbour area. It's the non-patrol beach, but it's a really little like cove sort of thing. Oh, interesting. And it's good for boats. So it's like okay. protected enough that the water isn't crazy. Okay. But there's also, if you go far enough out, it's good for like bodyboarding. Okay. Well, for all you beach enthusiasts out there. Well, <laughs> um... go to Huskisson. If you go to Huskisson, yeah, yeah, that's nice up there. Yeah, it's like dead flat. Like that's the type of water that you want. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> yeah, I want to go to the beach. Now. That's, a, <laughs> that's a good one. So dead flat water is great for little kids. But I mean, those things aren't too far away, and they're, they're mm. things that you can do with them to get outside. Um, so I thought I'd take this time, if that's all right, to maybe plug a few local uh, few Well, businesses. yeah, go and, through. And we're going to have a chat. Because I've got a list. Yeah, we've got a list. So um, I, I'm going to read off this. Now, anybody who's interested in, um, obviously, in in uh, what we do here at Breakaway Tuition, please come and visit the website. A reminder to people who are just tuning in, because I've just got messages from people who are just tuning in, www.breakawaytuition.com.au. Big things in 2021. We have been working tight um, on, uh, on, yeah. on everything. All right, let's go through a couple of businesses, a couple of local businesses that we want to support and we want to encourage people to go to. Uh, guys, the first one we want to talk about is Illawarra Fly Tree Top Adventures, just down the road from my house. They're um, so good. Have you been there? Yeah. I haven't been there for a while. I walked out on one thing. I was like, mm, no. <laughs> Too high. <laughs> Guys, Illawarra Fly Tree Top Adventures is open from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Thursday to Saturday, and they are luckily open every day during the holidays. Adults, they're they're charging $22.50 per adult and $13.50 per child, and it's amazing. It is really cool, and so the zip line tours that are underneath, you can actually do zip line tours there now too. Yeah. Um, And that's only open on a Friday 
to Sunday that you have to book online is a little bit more expensive, but if you want to go flying through the trees, could be a good option. Like George of the Jungle. Yeah, maybe like that. That's such a good movie. <laughs> like the old version? I'm not talking... No, the second version's ridiculous. No way. It's got to be Brendan Fraser. Yeah, no, that's the version or, I'm talking yeah, about. The that's the one, old yeah. version. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, not... It, it, no, I'm not going to say anything bad about that, that production company. Thanks for George of the Jungle too. <laughs> All right, let's talk... Anyway. Let's talk, don't get me started on George of the Jungle. Let's talk about the next business we want to talk about. Um, there, we want to talk about Jamboree Action Park. Amazing. Jamboree. What an amazing place. Amazing rides. They've got new Pretty rides good. there. Uh, they've got an amazing canteen there. The place is incredibly patrolled by qualified um, surf lifesavers as well. Guys, they're open 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. all through the holidays. Uh, however, they are closed Christmas Day. Um, and when you book online, you save dollars. That's you, do, you save money. <laughs> you do save Let's money. And a lot money. of these businesses, though, you can save if you're booking in advance online. And it just means that you don't have to line up. I yeah. That's a big one. I agree with you. Next one's... You want to do the do next you want to do one? one? Oh, no, I, maybe no that was all you. All right, guys. <laughs> So it's that like this one, I am so excited about what's going on on your Instagram there. Hi, Instagram. I'm not ignoring you, by the way. Hello, Instagram. <laughs> we are here. If you have questions, please send them through. Yes, yeah. yeah. Now, we've had Natalie comment. Thanks, Nat. Appreciate, really appreciate that. Really good. Okay, let's talk about the next one. I'm really excited about it. Can you tell? You look pretty excited. I know. All right, who's seen Jurassic Park? Has anyone here seen Jurassic Park? Oh, I'm not talking to a class. Never mind. <laughs> Dinosaur Valley. Returning to scenic world within the Blue Mountains. It's returning. Open. It's been there before. It's been there before. Oh, I didn't know. I this. didn't know. I, no, I, I had to. I have looked into this thing like you have no idea. I am counting down the days till the end of term so I can get my lot down that way. <laughs> Guys, Dinosaur Valley returning to scenic world within the Blue Mountains. Open from November twenty seventh to January thirty first. Now they're charging a great fee, forty four ninety per adult. $46.90 per child. Um, what they also have there is a family pass. Okay, let's talk about the, the costings there. One adult, one child, $77.80. An extra adult, $49.90. An additional child between the age of four and 13 years of age, $23.30. God, you think I'd work Pretty for them? Good. I know, you're you like random stuff off I am just so, it is incredibly well priced. For people who are not believing me on this, Right now, your homework, right now. Go on to Google. I have to give them homework. Oh, this, no, 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 no. This is like worth the homework. Um, okay, thank you. you. Sure? <laughs> Google Dinosaur Valley, it's scenic world in Blue Mountains. Guys. It looks really cool. Oh. It really does. I think my daughter June will absolutely love it too. Did I send you that link? Yeah, you did send me the oh, link. Guys. It looks really, really awesome. Get it does down, look fantastic. Yeah. Oh my gosh. All right, what's next? You did you Nini's Playhouse. Nini's Playhouse is the next one. I actually hadn't been there before. Mm. I think probably two months ago I took June. Right. It was really, really good. It was yeah. really good. Um, lots of indoor play stuff for the kids. Um, they are open pretty much most of the time during the holidays. Yep. It's about $17, I think, per child to get in. So, but it's like, I don't, at the moment, they don't have like unlimited hours. Like, you yeah. can just take them there. Now, we had a birthday party there years ago for my daughter. Well, my eldest turned five. Uh, unfortunately, she had influenza B that we didn't really know about. Until after the party. Um, <laughs> guys, they, when they were there, when we were there, they catered for it. We, but we, they have separate party packages as well. I'm sorry, I don't have the prices on me at the moment. 
But uh, if you're interested, please Google Nini's Playhouse, located in Minigong, down uh, towards the marketplace in Minigong. Um, Pretty they're, good. They're excellent. All right. And the last thing. So just... there's a couple more things on the list. So mm-hmm. <coughs> excuse me, I'm dying. I'm not really dying. It's all right. We're all dying. We're all dying slowly. <laughs> so there's a couple of camps, and I think when I looked the other day, there are still some. Um, spots available on them. Mm-hmm. The Highlands Tennis has a summer camp. They have options. So you can choose to put your kids in for a full day or you can then pick morning or afternoon activities as well, which I think is really awesome. Book online. They do have like lists of the different activities. So even though it's Highlands Tennis, um, they've got swimming, they've got archery, they've got a whole lot of stuff. How fun. I think as well... I think they might be running from Tudor House this year. Oh, okay. So I think that they use amenities and things there. Um, So, again, from memory, it's maybe like $300 for whichever activities you're putting them into, but really good options. Um, Have a look at their website, www.highlandstennis.com.au, which is a really good one. The other one's PCYC. They have a stack of summer activities like always. Lots of things going on. Kids between 5 and 12 years of age, 9 to 4 p.m. daily from the 4th of January to all the way to the 22nd. Again, loads of different activities. And interestingly, because I had a look at some of their activities, some of them are like making slime. Um, yeah, so like, um, <laughs> you cleaned that one up over there. <laughs> um, so things like making slime or archery and again, like swimming, they've got a whole range of activities, um, lots of craft ones and stuff as well. So there's lots of activities in there for all different types of kids. Um, that is running through Mittagong and also there's running one at Tarmor as well. So they're running it through Tarmor Public School oh, wow. or the Mittagong PCYC, which is fantastic. And it's good to see some activities going down there as well. Excellent. So $13.50 a kid. So that's all, yeah, that's also an option. And I think as well, they have like whole day options or morning or afternoon options. Okay. And we still have more. Look, I added so many in here. Look at this. So we did bushwalks already. So we did bushwalks. We talked about... Um, Another camp. Look. So where's that one? Day camps at Camp Wongaroo. So kids between 8 and 13 years old, they're charging $55 per child per day between the 11th of January and the 22nd of January, and uh, it's starting with an awesome movie-themed yeah. week of activities. Yeah. Are they doing Indiana Jones? I don't know, but I remember they have one day of Harry Potter. Harry and Potter? And James Bond. <laughs> well, James Bond that sounds It sounds good. It sounds fantastic. Guys, Western Sydney is offering treetop adventures as well for all years from uh, three up. Prices starting as low as $28 uh, per person. And then, like, Shoalhaven Zoo. They also open nine to five daily for Christmas Day, except Christmas Day. Except Christmas Day, well, yeah, Santa's there. They're there, Santa's. But there's also lots of things that you can get your kids online too. And so one of those is like Playmate Believe. They are doing summer holiday creative boxes. Double check that they haven't sold out because I know that they only had two boxes left, I think yesterday, of a science Mm -hmm. kit. Mm -hmm. But... They've got about seven educational activities in the box. Fantastic. Um, things to do over the holiday break. 
$100 plus shipping. Um, they are local mums as well. So www.playmakebelieve.com.au. They have in the past done like workshops and things at the Glasshouse Cafe in Mirgong. So they've done lots of stuff in the local area, but there's those types of things available too. So there's a whole lot on topic. There's a whole lot of different educational boxes and things you can get for your kids with all of these different activities in them too. So guys... We're saying get out there, get our kids mobile. Now, I just want to say a quick hello to a few people, okay? Uh, Facebook, not so much. Instagram, hello there. Uh, who have we got? Lauren David, hairstylist, hello there. Natalie, hello again. Uh, Simply Fitness as well, Hi. hello. <laughs> uh, and Cherry Tree Hill Wines. Guys, welcome. Send me some wine. Hello, send us some wine. <laughs> Guys, good morning. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's, it's fantastic. Give us a wave or give us a comment if you're interested. Yeah. Um, for people who have just joined again, we've just been speaking about holidays, ways to keep our, our kids motivated. Uh, we've spoken a little bit about uh, how COVID has affected the education system and business in general. I'm sure um, some of these businesses here uh, would have also had to have gotten quite clever about their strategy to, to, yeah. to get through COVID. Now, I want to make it clear, COVID-19 is not gone. No. Some people become complacent with COVID and a lot of people go, and look, and like, you know, and everybody here would probably know the numbers are looking a lot better than what they were, Yeah. but still here. So please, everybody remain vigilant. There's sanitizers around. If you believe you need a face mask, please use a face mask as well. Um, so listen, we spoke about motivation. We spoke about some activities. We've spoken about uh, education in general. I reckon maybe we spend a few minutes talking about maybe what we can offer you as a business especially going to 2021. Now listen, 2021, there are 26 people on the wait list to join our students here. 26 people. Very exciting. It's filling up. (laughs) It is. And so, yeah, so I think on that point, like if you are seriously considering getting a tutor and you're not too sure, we've had a few um, people book in in the last couple of weeks to do assessments at this end of the year. They're not free. You do have to pay for your assessment. But what you will receive with that is basically a whole breakdown of what um, things you are wanting to um, look at. I was just watching. Um, okay. Um, Hi everyone. He's just, he's just waving at people. I'm waving. I'm excited. Nice <laughs> to see you. Hello. Um, but yeah, what was I talking about? I, 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 I was too busy watching what you were doing. Um, Sorry. Wait list, the wait list, yes. Yeah. So um, if you are not sure whether your child does need tutoring, give me a call, book in to do an assessment. It can be this end of the year, it can be during the summer holidays or the first couple of weeks of term. Mm. Assessments are really good, particularly outside of school assessments because we can actually give you a really honest view of where your kid's at and what things they're wanting to work on. Yes. On top of that, obviously you might start getting your reports home soon. Um, Like even though we close, like we do close on the 18th of December for a couple of weeks. I'm still on email. Um, Email me through. Give me a call. I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Um, put your kid on the wait list. It's basically the people who we have now are obviously going to get first run of what we have available next year. Yes. But it also allows us to work and find the best tutors for our business over the holidays as well so that we are ready and we're prepared 
um, for 2021. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, tutors are such a fantastic option to assist your child in anything that they need. So if it's extending, so if your child is gifted and you want to extend them a bit further, we can help with that. Um, if your child has some gaps that you've noticed, we can help with that. I know a lot of tutors um, say that they align directly with the syllabus. And if you are actually teaching properly, you do that anyway. You don't really need to say that you do that. But we really focus on the skill. So if we see that your child's missing a particular skill, that's what we're focusing on is the actual skill that they're missing rather than keeping pace with the syllabus all the time because we know that kids work at different paces and sometimes it's not possible for them to work directly in line with what the syllabus is doing because sometimes it moves really fast. I think I mentioned it a few weeks ago. I had um, one of my year eight students comes in for maths. They covered like seven or eight different topics in a week and so if a student's struggling with the first part of that topic mm. and they haven't been given the time to actually process that information properly and mm. learn how to do it right by the time they reach topic seven they can't remember what top like the first yeah. part of that was right. yeah. so our role in that is to sort of step them back and make sure that they understand the first part because if you don't understand the first part of that skill, you can't actually build onto that at all. Agreed. And Absolutely. so um, that's sort of where we come in as tutors um, so that we can get your child to step back a bit and just sort of work at a pace for them and make sure that they've built those skills up, which I think is really important. I agree. Because if you skip forward and if you don't actually fill that gap, by the time they get to the next year, when you're building on top of mm. that, mm. they've got nothing to build on top of. We don't, want, we don't want kids falling through the gaps. No, and I think as well, mm. really interesting that um, some kids just operate better out of that classroom environment Agreed. and out of the school environment too. So it's a really interesting thing. So um, we know that there are, the government has given lots of money to public schools for next year yeah. um, to get external people into the schools to do small group work. Yes. Um, but a lot of the stuff coming through the Australian Tutoring Association at the moment is also trying to emphasize that the kids that are struggling in the school environment sometimes will still continue to struggle in that school environment yeah. in the school as well mm. and sometimes they need that external place someone that they might not see every day um, and in a completely different location to actually understand the skills that they're struggling with I agree which with is really interesting because i do see it a lot i see um, the students that are coming into the centre are, I guess, able to separate the way that they're made to feel sometimes at school when in the school environment. Definitely. And then we're able to build on that in here. Yeah. Um, Tutoring is, is absolutely not working against the school system. What we're doing, way. you know, and, and we, we had a private, uh, it's not private anymore, we had a conversation about this is that tutoring is really working with the school system where we're we're all about making sure like i just said when the kids don't fall through the gap if you feel like your child um maybe just isn't quite at the level mm -hmm. that they should be at and as a parent uh you know obviously obviously taking an observational point of view with that and and sitting down and going are you struggling with this 
I don't want to talk too much about the costings here at the moment. I'd love for people to reach out and talk to us. But it's tutoring is not going to cost an arm and a leg. No. It's not. And the things that you get out of it are incredible, okay? Tutoring is, when, when, you, when you're at primary school or high school, you're locked in for, you know, terms one, two, three, four, whatever. Here we want to be able to reach out to people and say, well, maybe we only need you this long. Maybe you don't need this long here, whatever. It very much comes down to a conversation that needs to take place between Alicia and you. Um, and of course, if you ever want to get in touch with me, everything I get in touch with, I get in touch with her about, and then we, we go from there, okay? Um, but I think that's a really good point, is like there's so many different options available for you as well. Awesome. And I have always been so adamant that we're not working against schools. We no. want to work with the schools. We want to work with the educators because like, that's my whole background. Yes. I think... Um, yeah, and I think that's like a massive point. Like sometimes we do like ask parents for um, school information. We ask parents to give us um, their teachers' email addresses and if they're happy for us to have those conversations. That's right. Because it's really important that we can get as much information about students as we can yes. so that we can help with what's actually going on. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really um, interesting point that you make that... You know, we're not working against schools. No, because we love we're school. definitely not. We love schools. So anyone who thinks that, stop yeah. thinking it. And okay. I mean, like, that's the whole thing. Like, I opened this business to begin with because I like being a high school teacher, teaching in schools for like seven or eight years. Yeah. Um, I could see that sometimes it just was not possible as a classroom teacher to help all the kids that actually needed the help. That's right. Which is why it opened. Which is the whole reason why it opened. It wasn't to work against the school. It was to make sure that we are equipping our kids with the skills that they need so that they can feel comfortable and confident. And I think that's a big one. Feel confident in what they are wanting to do. And just feel like they have someone on their side and that sometimes we have to break things down and really work at them. Yeah but that they can do anything that they want. And I think sometimes when a kid's in a classroom and they just are not understanding anything that's going on and there's not someone actually there trying to help them understand it, I think sometimes that's where they start getting lost, Mm. um, disengaged. Mm. And then sometimes they just feel like the things that they want to do in their life, they can't do. Yeah, absolutely. Which is heartbreaking. And look, guys... Uh, yeah, that's my rant. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's my rant, guys. <laughs> she's very passionate, and that's a good thing. <laughs> guys, get in touch with us. Uh, send an email, info at breakawaytuition.com.au. Um, the website, www.breakawaytuition.com.au. Again, thank you to a few extra people who have joined us today. Thank you. As well. And look, it's the first first uh, live that the two of us have done together. Yeah. For people who are interested in, in, in to listen from a, from a high school teacher's perspective on things, there have been many live videos available on Instagram and Facebook from Alicia. They have been. Worth a check out. Now, a reminder, guys, that this, podca- uh, this has been a part of our podcast today, available on basically every streaming service that there is, okay? Uh, we're getting the most interest from Spotify, so maybe go to Spotify to check mm-hmm. it out. We talk about a variety of different things. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. We're all about reaching out to families and communities. Um, advice, anything you guys need, get in touch with us, please, okay? We are here. Like I said, 2021, 
big year. It is going to be a big year. And we've got amazing things happening. Very exciting. Um, yeah, God, I wish we had more time to talk about it. Well, look, we've taken up about four, <laughs> we've taken up nearly we're forty-five minutes. Of, here. <laughs> yeah, we've taken about about forty-five minutes of, of your time today. So at Breakaway Tuition, Alicia and I would definitely like to thank everybody who has engaged in today's live. Um, we're going to do another one, I reckon, for sure. I think so. At some point. I've, I've had fun. You had fun? Always have fun. Have you had fun? We <laughs> yeah, hope so. No. Um, good on you guys. Okay, well, look, I think maybe we should wrap you on so. it. Wonderful we'll talking to you. <laughs> this episode will be up this afternoon on Spotify. Check us out. We'll catch you guys later. See ya.